Welcome to My Arundel Biz Podcast, powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. A podcast that celebrates the businesses and business owners throughout Anne Arundel County. Hello and welcome to another award-winning episode of My Arundel Biz Podcast, powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. I am Grayson Orfe, uh, half of the award-winning duo. Man. And I'm Steve Adams, uh, the the other counterpart of that duo of this award-winning, now we've said it three times, podcast. Uh, obviously, we're very proud of that, so um, we're also happy to kick things off today with uh, our third Vault Fund Series guest of 2023, our 10th anniversary of managing the fund. Um, and also, FYI, the recipients of our 73rd Vault Fund loan. So you guys are kind of right in the middle point because we're up to, I think, around 165 right now. Um, Kelsey and Stephanie Gary, uh, President and Vice President of KG Truck and Auto right here in Glen Burnie. So Kelsey and uh, Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us on yeah, the award-winning podcast. Thank you. Four yeah. times. Four <laughs> times. Got to get it's, that in there. It's a, it's a drinking game. Drinking <laughs> coffee game. Drinking coffee Thumbs game. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right. So to kick things off, um, if you guys could just tell us, you know, uh, some of your background, how you started the business. Um, and what type of services you were offering at first, uh, and obviously how you met as well. Um, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the story there. Huh? Do we have enough time <laughs> for all that? Whatever part you want to start with. <laughs> um, so I started at a local dealership. I got all my technical background as a mechanic there, did all the schooling through Ford Motor Company, and um, was there for about 15 years, and wow. then kind of sopped up all that knowledge there. We're just ready to move on. It's kind of getting ambitions, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, went to work on uh, building trucks. That was really neat, you know? That was uh, a lot of fabrication, engineering. And we would, we would chop up the rears, add them, frames, put cabs on, and just really customize uh, trucks for, like, wor the work trucks, the big tractor trailers, yeah. and customizing the customer's needs. So then... Um, it was, a, it was a travel where I was going, so I had uh, my first kid, and that gave me an ambition to start on my own, and all my side work became work work. Yeah, nothing will give you hustle like having that first kid. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man, oh life is real now. It was, it was <laughs> 23 hours a day at work, and when I wasn't working, it was 24 hours a day as a father. You know? Right, so right. It wasn't no time. For, it kept me out of trouble. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So uh, that started, started all by myself in a single bay shop. Just one bay. Did that for about a year. Started just finding help from local people that I knew. Trying to just make ends meet and just working on anything and everything at that point. So I was there for about a year and then went to a four bay shop. About four, four or five stalls. Okay. And started renting that facility. And I met Stephanie about a year in. Okay. And then that's when things really kicked off. She was she was a secret weapon. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, kind of just went through the process, processes and growing from there. Just learning as you go. I didn't really have any, like, teachings. And the guy I was renting from was kind of like a, a business mentor. Yeah. And that kind of got me started on the business stuff. But I was really just the grind, man. It was mm -hmm. just working, working, working. And then when I wasn't working, I was just trying to – be a father and be involved and do do what I think you're supposed to do to be a, a good guy, you know. Yeah. 
So yeah. I was doing that between home and, and work. And then uh, Stephanie came on and she brought a lot to the table. So we were working on everything at that point and it just, just kept going more and more. And I'll let her fill you in on, on that side. That was a very interesting time period. So um, my background is DOD contracting and government enterprise sales. Mm -hmm. And then before that, I was a stay-at-home mom for over 10 years homeschooling and during that time i had started and left a career in sports medicine so lots of wow. weird different backgrounds yeah. nothing yeah. to do with automotive <laughs> but at the time that we had met i was working for a wireless company in the government space oh. um, offering different solutions but long story short i wasn't i'm a transplant from rockville really and mm, okay. so montgomery county so long story short, he was one of my clients or potentially one of the clients, but he grew up in this area and okay. was very familiar with all the clients, business owners, and I was not from this area. But what mm -hmm. I did know how to do was bring business to the table. Mm -hmm. So when we had met, we had conversations about, you know, growing the company, different things like that. And I said, well, I don't know anyone in this area. You do. I'll teach you how to run meetings, write me a list of all the companies that you want, and I know that I can also equally approach them for the business of what I'm looking for to pursue. Okay. So it was like parallel industries, still in the transportation industry, but mm -hmm. um, we were just attacking it from different, different sides of it. So after mm -hmm. a year of that, of pretty much kind of working as dual agent, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. um, it got to the point where he was like, I need help managing the business yep. being brought in. I was like, well, I'm looking for a better work-life balance. So, um, and that's kind of how that, that partnership was, was born from there. So when I started, again, zero background in automotive, I knew as much as oil change and brakes, and even then I didn't really know what that meant. Right. <laughs> um, so when I started, his dad was working with him. His dad stayed long enough, all of three months, I had baptism by fire training, um, a box, a cardboard box that I actually still have with written numbers of all the parts vendors they would call. Oh, wow. and, uh, and that was it. And so I really relied on the parts vendors kind of walking me and teaching me mm -hmm. through stuff. So mm -hmm. then I got really frustrated with not knowing and so that's when I started taking like night classes, online classes. I would talk to the parts vendors. Hey, do you have any like classes I can go to to learn some of this sure. stuff? Yeah. So that's kind of how it evolved. So then eventually I got different certifications and mechanics, fleet management, all kinds of stuff. I know it now really well, wow. but it was taking like when he talks about that grind. I mean, we were just mm -hmm. in the grind, not only building the business from scratch, but it really was the relationships from the parts vendors had a lot to do with me even growing individually in, mm. in automotive and trucking industry, um, being able to see him and how he led his team and learning from the technicians in the shop, mm -hmm. but then also taking the classes to be able to put the education behind mm -hmm. what I was seeing, learning kind of like OJT, on-the-job training, yeah, right? right. Yep. So that all evolved. And over the years, when you talk about what services we had and what we didn't have at the time versus what we we have now honestly it was never like a plan like we're gonna go after this it honestly came from grassroots efforts one conference table at a time sitting with a, a meeting with either a company that had over 500 vehicles to a guy who just had one vehicle to wow. a mom who was just looking to pass this vehicle on to their son mm -hmm. or daughter and wondering if this is a good pur purchase, is this safe? Mm. So everything that they would say that was a problem or concern or, or an issue that they encountered in the industry or being taken advantage of or lack of communication or, or lack of transparency, 
that's how we evolved our services was really tuning in and actively listening to the client's needs. And it's like, okay, I don't have that certification yet. Give me a month and I'll get it. And we'll have this. And it literally was that. And then it evolved into on-site maintenance. It evolved to fleet management. It evolved to um, a very consultative approach where now our um, service concierge are more more than likely known as service writers in our industry. But Mm. we call it service concierge because it really is like, shameless plug, Black American Express in the Mm -hmm. sense where Mm -hmm. it's just, they're at your call, but it really is a white glove service with the Mm -hmm. education and leveraging the knowledge of what what we're doing so that they can make an informed decision. So what we had then was, I would say, you brought your vehicle and we repaired it and we were really fun and had a great relationship to talk to. What we've evolved to are really business consultants outside of the the repair side because we are really integrated in the genetic makeup of every company, client, customer that we have, whether they're fleet or non-fleet. And that came truly out of active listening from just clients. So I think that's awesome because I think one of the things that I think even, you know, the viewers will will, uh, understand is that the common theme of this show is the fact that when people build business, it's kind of like raising children. And literally, like you guys have kind of started at the bottom. Now you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's just it's it's you started and you built as you went. Right. And yeah. it was just a constant building. It was a constant pulling this, pulling that, I don't know that, okay, let me go figure this out. And so it makes you more vested into yeah, the experience. True. You know, yeah. it makes you yeah. care more. And so now that you care more, that bleeds on to your customers. And so now your customers see that you care because yeah. you're like, okay, I understand all this. You're coming in with your car and this is your main way to get to work. This is your almost your lifeline, really. So you care enough to be able to actually put in that effort to make sure that they're up and running and, and going. I think that's a great thing. But uh, take me back to, to 2018 and you guys were trying to look for a bigger place. Uh, how, yeah. what, what, what was that, that was like? interesting. <clears throat> so we outgrew yeah. the uh, rental place after two years. We were there for four. So we kind of just, the ambitions were always to own our place. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of just, the, gr- the grind that we talk about, man, it's just kind of go gray oh, for yeah. a while because you're just working. 20 some hours a day, you know, taking turns on who's staying late, who's taking care of the kids. Yeah. And then um, it's all about location. So we kind of were like yep. soft looking and I'm looking for pricing and this and that. We found a couple of good deals, but it was farther away. And some business event, uh, mentors were like, it's all about, no, no offense, Kelsey, but if you go down there, I'm not, I'm not going there. You know what I mean? It's about location, location. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. And right across the street was, was a, a vacant, vacant uh, property. And we're like, I saw it and I was like, oh man, that's scary looking. You know, we can't do nothing with that. And a really close friend of mine was like, Kelsey, no matter no matter what place you guys buy, we're gonna gut it anyways. You know, right. it's, it's gonna right. you're gonna make it your own. You own it. Yeah. So it kind of like, and then he was like, if you don't buy it, I'm buying it. I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll go buy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, we went and looked at it, and then uh, Stephanie was doing her her networking thing, and mm-hmm. and. 
making relationships and uh somehow we found we found an opportunity with you guys yeah we call it actually so you guys don't know the vault fund is what i had dubbed yeah. which got coined as the unicorn loan oh uh, so yeah. if you don't nice. know that's, that's another thing you should add to your award-winning podcast <laughs> yeah um it was the unicorn loan and i say that because from the time that we decided to purchase a property that came born out of we were having to tell enough clients no we need the space once we turn this vehicle around in like a day or two um we will be able to schedule in and it was because of the spacing like it wasn't because we didn't have enough technicians or they weren't skilled it was truly the space Mm -hmm. because we didn't have the space they thought we're too busy i'm like oh i I can take you like oh well we can't find a place to park you know what i mean so we were outgrown so much we we definitely outgrew it in two years process of getting stuff in and out so i was like oh we can work on that and at least get started on it today like oh well doesn't look like it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was enough times of saying no to people that it was frustrating. We're like, we got to do something about time. this. Mm-hmm. So um, then we had built a really strong relationship with a new accountant. Um, he applied a lot of, and that came another level of growth because mm-hmm. then we started understanding strategy behind planning in the financial space right he was mm-hmm. always really good at uh, managing you know money management making decisions but this was on a whole nother level because you're planning you know you're you're setting strategy essentially to something that will become an investment but it's for a, a greater good that you don't see right now but it's something that you see five years down the road right, right. so there is a whole lot of moving parts and strategies and that meant that we were now committed to a plan and a plan that we had to actively work together as individuals Mm -hmm. professionally personally and we were just committed to that grind so over that time um one of our really good friends who's also like a business mentor in a lot of ways had saw the vision basically Mm -hmm. and we're like okay we trust you long for the ride yes (laughs) and so when we started developing it um as we had we were interviewing different banks Again, um, going through this process, and I'm sitting here like speaking to all these different ranks and vice president, and all the titles were scary. Mm-hmm. Me with no college degree, still, it was it was very scary. But being able to have to sell and your business, where you're literally fighting for your lifeline yeah. to make a dream come true, that was such a learning growth process that I'll never forget. And someone told me once you reach a, le- a level of success, the way you have to grind going forward will be different because you're working smarter, not harder. But I always mm-hmm. say to kids now, when they're in that grind, like the mm-hmm. grit, you're putting in the time, the hours, you're failing, you're getting up and you're doing it over again, enjoy it because you don't see it in that moment. You'll never have to grind that same way. And the, what you learn in that moment, what it molds you mm-hmm. into, you will never do that again because now yeah. you'll know it to do it differently. So that was kind of that moment for us. And so um, I remember speaking to one person um, that we that is our current banker now and i said to him listen i'm interviewing i walked it like like we owned it like i knew what i was talking about nope nope truth (laughs) be told but i walked in there with such a confidence like listen this is our plan here's a strategy here's the numbers here's what we're willing to do and this is what we're trying to make it by but this is what we need i don't know how we're going to find it or what you have in your arsenal to find this Mm -hmm. i said but it's almost like we need something that's a unicorn loan i said because we are a unicorn business i said there's no one in this industry that's doing what we're doing from both heavy tractor trailers class Mm eight all the way to light duty and heavy specialty equipment and we're looking to grow into on-site so there were so many different facets of our business i said we're not a one-size-fits-all loan Mm. and he paused and he's like okay he said 
I heard in like some conversation or like a webinar about something Volt. He's like, I don't know a whole lot about it. He's like, let me research it. Nice. So him, yeah, whatever yeah, led yeah. him to be part of some way that he had heard about it, right. had no experience himself. And, and this is a very elite gentleman, well accomplished in his career, didn't know this. Steve, it worked. Yes, it worked. Yes, yes. Yes. It worked. It worked. So then he, he comes back, I kid you not, a day later, he's like, I found the unicorn. And that's what I wow. kept telling him. So we were using this terminology, the unicorn loan, the unicorn loan. Right. And so when we had, he set up the meeting, got the information. And when we had gotten the information for this, I'm like, that's it. Right. That was oh, like the wow. missing piece. And so everything about from our business model, our process to the loan, to everything else, everything has been its own trend. We're carving out our own lane. If you're saying this is the boundary, we just push it over. I'm like, all right, well, we're going to create this. Yeah. So for us, it's, it's about pushing the boundaries, but about really reinventing the way people experience the automotive and trucking industry because you do get taken advantage of. And we have those horror stories that come mm -hmm. in and the people that are kind of like, you know, shy away from that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I know um, that all, you know, makes a lot of sense now because you guys on our long list of vault fund loans, you kind of stuck out because you're a unique case that also um, the vault fund loan came with an ACR loan or Arundel Community Reinvestment mm -hmm. Fund loan. Um, it's too good to be so, true. Yeah, so I guess, <laughs> and then also probably some, some portion uh, of just traditional bank loan there. Mm -hmm. So I guess you spoke to it somewhat already, but what made the Volt and ACR uh, an attractive option at, at the time when you were looking to get the new property? So coming from nothing, mm -hmm. we're trying to pay as we go, and we were barely enough able to save up just for the down payment, right. for the bank loan. So this helped us get um, set up, revamped, and we, we were able to do all that before we moved in. So we literally moved everything with getting purchasing new equipment and getting the place outfitted and everything in one weekend. Oh wow! So we never, we never had to shut down. Yeah. So like I said, it, it, when they were they were sitting down like this is a unicorn thing. I'm like, is this is this scary? Should I not be doing this? And everybody's like, like man, how did you cash? find out about yeah. this? Yeah, what's the cat? Yep, the and fine I point. And her and my banker. Yep. I'm like, man, they did this this is good. All right, we're we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was really. We, we were able to hit the ground running instantly. It cost us a weekend and that was it, right. you know? So right. we were able to keep doing business as is and then start growing us. Cause we were, we just packed everything in so tight at the old place. Mm -hmm. So when we got to the new place, we were able to breathe a little bit, you know, and yeah. really and, focus and on that. Start saying yes to some of those. Yeah, no, we went from a team of know. six yeah. or seven people, including us to a team of 20 within a oh, month. Oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, you talk about change and pivoting and yeah. being able to just yeah. roll with it on the fly. I mean, that was it, uh, it. What it did is it it allowed us to have kind of the edge taken off and feel focus. supported and to focus really understand the purpose for the loan in the community from a workforce um, perspective, mm -hmm. which is where we're at now in, in our career and what we've evolved to is um, forming an accredited apprenticeship program. And now having the experience and years under our belt, being able to understand what um, the um, AAEDC does in terms of the loans and how it helps the community, being able to see the seeds that it allows other members as us, um, being able to have a business in this community and what it's there to help leverage that support and 
therefore, you know, have growth mm -hmm. happen from that. That has been really unique to experience it, but then now be able to be an advocate for it mm -hmm. and also inform other owners who are going into business like, hey, there's a unicorn out there yeah. that, yeah. You don't, that you don't know about. You all need to know about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so uh, how was it applying for it? Like, what, how was that process? Um, my accountant did a lot. So he's, he's on the hand of the, of the five, you know, yeah, yeah. so yeah. we're really close. So he, he kind of tell me where to sign and, and educate me on what's going on. Cause I was focusing on the business. Sure. sure. You know? So this is all a little more newer to me. Mm -hmm. So for, from my experience, it's, it's easy. It's just, it's just filling out the, the, the normal paperwork, you know what I mean? And if you have a good accountant, it's a couple of the, uh, the number, the numbers game with mm -hmm. the, sure. the yearly, uh, revenue. And, so now uh, that you had simple. it, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's, it's very simple. Well, my experience, yeah. So now that you you have the fund and you have the funds, what did you use it for? Like, what what? Yeah, I guess what you said certain things. So you basically had to gut the this place. The building? So it, it's it was scary to, to to it was vacant for a long time, so right. it was overgrowth and it just needed to be outfitted. So we used we used the funding just to for everything. Yeah, it was just yeah. a shell. So we we were instead of demoing the building and everything, we just revamped the whole thing in inside and out and right. then we're able to use some for equipment as well so okay. that's why we were able to move in one weekend because we didn't have to move the equipment we had all new equipment yeah so it's just state-of-the-art yeah. we just had to move our tools right and stuff. yeah right so we used the funding for for all all of that yeah. you know yeah. And, and uh, one of the reasons why I asked that question was because uh, you guys have a video on your website it's yeah. a commercial and you can actually see you know really what their shop looks like you know you kind of see like yep. the interior and 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 all of that and it's it's amazing those who are watching on uh facebook or youtube yeah. rather than just listening are probably right. watching it right now <laughs> right right because it's it's you know when you see what it was before to what it is now it's amazing it, it really is amazing so it's yeah. it's it's so funny the the one thing i was i was telling you guys i was missing um your dog we wanted him here because he 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 really is the superstar of the video yeah. to be honest Pretty employee much. number one <laughs> yeah employee yeah. number one face of the company yeah so it, which that that's awesome that's awesome so um uh so well i'll, I'll let you well yeah I'll just let. on the subject of that awesome video um uh i know there's a lot that we learned from it in terms of services and all your employees and everything and also um Stephanie, you just talked about that growth in job creation, which is awesome to hear because mm -hmm. that's exactly um, what AEDC as a whole and you know the Volt Fund specifically aim to do. You want to say what we what we actually do and yeah, what we got going yeah, that's, on? That's what, what we I was going on. Our website where Man, we can find all this. How much at? time do we have? Yeah. Um, no, it's just what what are what this industry has taken us to and what it's provided us and also not just us but the platform that it's given us to help others i'm, I'm a firm believer in in pay it forward and so is my husband um, the core of how we operate you make people the center of what you do and your why and mm, that's where mm -hmm. it's at and, and, it, and it really is so it's about paying it forward so i know throughout my career which really didn't start until 29 to be quite honest with you mm -hmm. um for me, I had a lot of really great men and women that were mentors that that wanted for nothing 
um, didn't need of me for anything, but mm -hmm. really took it upon themselves to kind of pay it forward and really mm -hmm. kind of show me the ropes and, and teach me and hold me accountable and hold a mirror to me and let me know, call me out on my BS when it, when right. it was. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, so it was such an amazing journey that now what our industry has allowed us to evolve to is really not only to be leaders of it in the way that we're reinventing the way people experience it, being part of the genetic makeup of every company or mm -hmm. person that we're doing business with. And I mean that from the sense of we are helping them make financial decisions as to what vehicles to get rid of, what to purchase, mm -hmm. um, help bridge communication with the internal team. So there is a lot of, that's why I say it's almost to the extent of really business coaching a mm -hmm. lot of yeah. times with, with businesses. So what that's transpired to is, you know, when we speak of the pandemic, man, that was that was a game changer for everybody, right? And you mm -hmm. either had two choices. You were going to sink or swim. Yeah. And so during that time, I remember um, getting a download of information, both mm -hmm. from your community, from just mm -hmm. different sources about all the resources that were out there. And it was overwhelming. It mm -hmm. was overwhelming for everybody. But I knew that at the end of the day, if we weren't doing something to support the community that we were doing business with, we were going to have nobody to do business with That's at the sure. end of it. So it Absolutely. wasn't just about our success alone. It was also right. getting everybody to be successful out of it too. Mm. So we kind of started like this informal newsletter where we were sending out like information, mm. like here's a link to this, here's a new form for this. So when I, when we started that and I started seeing the reactions of the clients and close friends and colleagues, I'm like, oh, this is, this is valuable. So mm -hmm. outside of just having having this platform, being able to be a resource and create this network that people can utilize, we also become invaluable. You know, that means that we're also leveraging a real help where it's needed, right? So starting to see that, we pivoted into so many different directions and I'm so grateful to the core team that we have present today because there is no way we would have gotten through what we got went through without such an incredible team sure. but it was eye-opening for us to be able to take a step back because remember we went in guns a blazing never closed down for business we just kept going right so what ended up happening from that is we started re uh, deconstructing everything as far as procedures in our company reinventing how we were our approach was communication leadership internal organization restructuring as far as career development mm -hmm. and that's where we are today so we worked on it first internally where then we started to see the deficits because we also came across lots of experience where we lost some incredible technicians as far as apprentices mm -hmm. um, either lost them for a dollar more somewhere else or man where i can honestly say we failed them because we didn't have a great onboarding process and openly admitted mm -hmm. that you know and be able to take that experience and say okay we've definitely failed enough where we need to slow down. And if we want to start seeing change in the industry where they're saying, oh, the great resignation, well, the great resignation, throwing more money at it, that's one solution, it's one approach, right? But I also think it takes a lot of courage, a lot of gut and grit to be able to look at your own organization internally and saying, what are we not getting right? right. What about our organizational structure, career development, training um, programs do we have or not have? What is not working with people? Mm -hmm. And being able to ask your own team for honest feedback. Yeah. So the one-on-ones mm -hmm. wasn't just happening for our, our teammates. They were also doing it with us. Like they were right. doing those and, reviews on us. And that's always important just to have that very transparent work yeah. experience so that, you know, because once you guys grow, they grow as well yes. because you're right. growing 
your entire environment. And so everybody yeah. now is feeling like they're a part of it instead yeah. of just coming into work oh, and doing a job. There was yeah. a lot of buy-in um, after that. So what it's evolved to now, which we were actually working on, on different sectors of um, the EDC and workforce development in yep. Anne Arundel County Community College. We are working to um, currently building an accredited apprenticeship program. So it's That's being awesome. able to take what we've learned. We have some of the best mentors in the industry, hired a full-time instructor, wow. being able to build a curriculum from scratch, and mm -hmm. we're adding in soft skills so they will need to know and learn money management, how to advocate for themselves, how to ask for a raise, a level of professionalism. Wow. Awesome. They will know how to work the ladder that where we have great. everything labeled, where it's clear as day. If you want to make this money, here are the certifications, here's the title, here's what wow. you, your roadmap to get there. So Creating transparency in this industry is something that is not talked about, isn't a standard, and I want to be able to bring a level of professionalism that you would expect in the corporate world, but also have it in, in this industry because it's, it is looked down, it is mm -hmm. frowned upon. And I think during the pandemic, a lot of people realized how vital this industry was mm -hmm. to the yeah. point where then the community, including you guys, started mm -hmm. pouring in a lot of resources mm -hmm. for employers such as ourselves to upskill our workforce and our current team. So right. that's all. And as some of our uh, loyal viewers and listeners know, um, it was only a couple months ago we published an episode with Cheney Enterprises, oh. yes. and they did yep. um, one of their big news pieces from 2022. It was their 60th anniversary, but also they um, launched, I think, the first. Um, statewide apprenticeship program yeah. and they worked with our team and uh yeah. um department of commerce as well um so it's it, it, to your point um it's definitely an important thing to kind of get get the buy-in from your workers and yeah. um kind of keep giving them professional development opportunities so yeah. Yeah. so uh <clears throat> To kind of wrap up, because I guess I swear we we can talk on forever. Yeah, right? We can yeah. talk all day. We talked more. about the model car. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> these are these are gifts. Um, they're actually building us real size models yep. yeah. of these yep. cars. That's how you get. <laughs> that's how you get on the award winning podcast. <laughs> the gifts, gifts. No, no. Um, so you guys have a a a marriage, a family. You know, you guys are working together. You're building a corporation. You have everything going on, right? I know it's important to have that work-life balance. So I know that you guys, uh, you're an Anne Arundel County company. Um, you're from Montgomery. So you know Montgomery, but you don't know. Well, you probably know a little bit of Anne Arundel now. What are some of the places that you guys go to to kind of let your hair down, relax, you know, have that time to yourself, you know. We're we'll, big foodies. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. Good. Foodies yeah. and outdoors. So we yeah. go to some of the parks and then we'll sneak in. If, if we're hungry, we'll like uh, chalk it up. This is a dinner date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's do this 15 minutes before we go home. This is, this is a dinner date. You mm -hmm. know, so some of the places, um, man, we, we go all over. What's, um, what's, what, what's one of our favorites? Which she, one she, isn't? I mean, because I'm usually, I call it, I'm lunch lady, can, so I'm can, responsible yeah, for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Name, name drop as many as you um, can think of. We're, so I can't remember, honestly, I can't remember the name, but there's a, there is a Thai like, place. Oh, yeah. There's a Thai place actually right down the street from here. It's across from a Faux Saigon or something, I think is what mm. it's called. Oh, okay, okay. Um, they closed for yes. a while, and I was so sad. 
But then they reopened again, and I can't—I honestly can't remember the name. But that is one of my favorite places to to go to for food. And then um, Aviation Deli, Willie's Kitchen. Oh yeah. Um, Roy's Quick Corner. Roy's Quick yep. Corner. Yeah, They're amazing. They're yeah. amazing. Um, so it, I don't know. It's a lot of it's a lot of different places. I mean, we're big foodies. It's it could be something like if we're running short of time, McDonald's. I know it's you know. Hey. But but it, it's what works there. sometimes. Right. Um, right. Yep down to leftovers from the next day. Yes. Um, but no, we really do try to support um, local businesses as well mm-hmm. because we're, we're one of them and, and keeping the money here in your backyard in yes. this county is also very important to yeah. us. But honestly, if there's food, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That sounds good. Yeah. And I guess for uh, one of my last ones, if you guys, you've already covered a lot of it, but if you could just give a few of your top tips for whether it's an aspiring entrepreneur that hasn't even started a business or someone that's at the stage you guys are at um, and maybe including uh, when when it might be time to actually think about a loan like you were at that point when oh man looking for the property so my advice would be just realize it's, it's going to be the grind mm-hmm. um, just be ready to work you know because nothing nothing comes easy everybody would do it if it was easy yeah that's one thing you gotta accept is be ready to work and find some sort of balance. Right. All right. Um, probably in the beginning, more work than life, but make sure mm-hmm. you have something in there to keep your sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on your ambitions and uh, your goals, you always gotta have, I use my accountant and Stephanie, we, we get together and we do that for what we wanna do. And that, that's a big part of how much you want, you know what I mean? Right. And, and planning. The other thing is planning, planning, planning. And things don't always stick to, to the plan, you know, but at least have goals and paths. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. might go this way, that way, and, and, it, and it's okay to change. But um, really, when, when, if, you're, if, you're just work, if you know you're working and you believe something's there and you truly believe what you're doing's working and you surround yourself with the right people, that's the other, that that's the other thing. Yeah. Right. Is, is surround yourself with the right people. And that could mean different things to different people. It's just a positive environment and people that are just smarter than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And just learn, be open, and yeah. be ready to make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just learn from your mistakes and just get up and keep going and lead, and lead by example. It's, yep. it's, it's, simp- it's, it's really simple, it's yeah. just hard. Mm-hmm. Lead by example, be ready to work, surround yourself with the right people. And people, people preach this, but it's, it's when, and you don't realize it until you, till you look back and you're like, man, that, that's, that's a lot of what it is. Yeah, they you know. It's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you, when you, when you're looking for, it's always it's always best in my mind to to buy to purchase mm-hmm. property. You yep. know what I mean? Sure. Sure. So that's when the loans start coming in. So you need yep. you, you always got to get started somewhere, and I, I get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You might have to cut corners or do whatever you got to do to get started, but purchasing purchasing is the way to go and that's when loans but then if you rent a place and depending on the industry if you got some really serious equipment and you're only as good as your your people and you're only sure. as good as your equipment it's mm-hmm. what you can't do it restricts you or it's right. working harder not smarter right yep right. and that's another thing to think about is when you're making your investments yeah and a good accountant will be able yes. to teach the people that don't know much about it you know what i mean and yeah. having that trust so investing in your equipment your people and your property that's yep. the three main things for, for us that means loans. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Well, um, I guess to wrap up, thanks, obviously, for yeah. joining us. It was a 
great discussion. And also thank you for helping us highlight Volt yeah. and ACR <laughs> fund loans. It's too good to be um, true. The yeah. Unicorn yeah, we're going to have to brand <laughs> the right, unicorn brand loan right featured on the, on the award-winning yeah. podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got all these great buzzwords coming out of this you, podcast. This is awesome. This is awesome. Um, so, yeah, hopefully everybody out there will see those words up, up on our yeah. communications. Yeah. Um, and if you guys could remind everyone where to watch the video yes. and where else to follow you. I know um, you, you post a lot of great content on the workforce outreach that you yeah. do it's on all your social your passion, channels. Yeah. So, yeah, if you could just remind everyone. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's Stephanie's, Stephanie's passion is that. So <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias that are out there. I don't really keep up too much with Twitter like I should. Um, so maybe not follow that one, but all the all the general ones, you can catch us there. A lot of um, what we display is really just the current work that we're doing, really right. boots on the ground, it's grassroots real. efforts. It's all real. <laughs> yeah. Come there, you ask any questions. We're just, we're yeah. real. Well, picture's worth a thousand words, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just a reminder, everyone out there, uh, you can watch this podcast and any of our past podcasts. Uh, that'd be an award-winning, I think, yes, award-winning award winning. podcast. Yes, yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. Those yeah. episodes, you can watch them on Facebook and YouTube, uh, and you can also be sure to see them uh, promoted on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. And as a reminder, we're also now on Amazon for uh, those oh. listeners. We're uh, listed on Amazon. so We're um, going places. Yeah. We're going places. Just going up, up, up. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, so thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Thanks for having us.